0: Welcome to Conquering Our Unseen Enemies. In this podcast, we help believers develop spiritual discernment. I am your host, Don Simmons, author, speaker, and YouTube host of Life Journey with Don Simmons. My purpose here is to explain Satan's strategies and how his kingdom functions to better equip you in reducing conflict, chaos, and ultimately eliminate Satan's influence in your life. These are life-changing conversations. We'll get started with this week's message in just a few moments, but first I want to ask you, would you like to know more about biblical history or historic and biblical places? Visit my YouTube channel, Life Journey with Don Simmons, to watch and learn about travels in historic areas discussed in the Bible. Come with us as we explore ancient places and share cultural background and influences on early Christianity. We will take you places where Paul wrote and shared the gospel. That's Life Journey with Don Simmons on YouTube. Welcome back. I am your host, Don Simmons. And in this episode of Conquering Our Unseen Enemies, we are going to be talking about the seven spirits of God. If we truly want to conquer our unseen enemies and live the full life that Jesus describes in John 10, 10, then we should know about these seven spirits discussed in the book of Revelation. We will identify these seven spirits, understand how they relate to the Holy Spirit, and ultimately how we apply this to our lives. First off, let's take a look in the book of Revelation and see what these seven spirits are. We will also take a look elsewhere in the Bible to see where they are referenced, but we will start in the book of Revelation. Now, I find that the book of Revelation oftentimes scares people because it is filled with so much imagery. There are a lot of visions we don't fully understand in our natural mind. And quite frankly, some well-meaning and some not so well-meaning people have come up with some perspectives that are not always encouraging in their attempt to explain the book of Revelation. The theories on when the end times are happening and trying to predict the actual event are unending and not where we should be spending an an inordinate amount of our time. While there are some indications we are in nearing the end of times, we're not there yet. And to be prepping for that or focused on that is wasting time that we should be focused on the time we do have here on earth. So don't let anyone or anything intimidate or shy you away from the book of Revelation. It is fascinating. Okay, all that said, now let's get to our scriptures. So the book of Revelation starts out with John. This is the disciple John, the only disciple who lived his natural, you know, his life to this natural life expectancy, he's identifying himself as the author. When we go to verse 4, we see this is directed to the seven churches in the province of Asia. Now, as a side note, I visited the locations of all Seven of those churches, and created a vid- video series on it on our YouTube channel, Life Journey with Don Simmons, the last of which is about to be posted. So, check that out. It was amazing to visit these churches and see the locations and walk in the churches that remained and walk the streets, so to speak, of the areas that the Bible is referring to here. It was a nearly 40-year dream that I was able to realize. So go visit those locations with me. It will give you a new perspective of the Bible for sure. Okay, so chapter one, verse four, gives us our first mention of the seven spirits. And this is what it says: to the seven churches in the province of Asia. Grace. And peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth." So this is a letter to the seven churches in Asia. Then John moves in to share with us the vision of Christ, which is mesmerizing, actually. One thing John says before he gives the description of Jesus is that he turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And when he turned, he saw seven golden lampstands. Now, the lampstands, represent those seven churches. Now in this, remember that John knew Jesus personally, lived with him for years. He knows him. He would likely be the only one left on earth at the time who would recognize him. John died at 94 years old, no one else was left alive that was a follower. The average life expectancy of people in the first century was not in the 90s like we have today. So this was in is extraordinary in and of itself. So we have an idea that this may be the case for John, that he's going to live this, this age when Jesus tells Peter, It's not Peter's concern if John were to live until Christ's return. That's in John 20, uh, chapter 21, verse uh, 19 through 23. So in the next few chapters of Revelation are the letters to the churches. So we're going to skip to chapter 4 for our discussion. So in chapter 4, John is given a vision of heaven. John gives us more imagery and the understanding of what he was seeing in heaven. And then in verse 5, he says this, From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder. In front of the throne, seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. Now let's scoot over to chapter 5, verse 6. Then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain standing at the center of the throne encircled by the four living creatures and the elder. The lamp had seven horns and the lamp, the lamb had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Okay. So now we're going to backtrack a little. We're going to go to the Old Testament, and let's look at Isaiah 11. So Isaiah is one of the major prophets, and the book of Isaiah references the coming of the Lord more than any other Old Testament book, with over, I think it's 20, 30 references. So these references are what Jesus uses frequently, as well as Peter and and even Paul, when they're preaching to the Jews about the coming of the Messiah to prove that Jesus was the actual Messiah and that he did actually come. Okay, so back to Isaiah. Here is where we will get the identification of those seven spirits we just read about in the book of Revelation. So starting in chapter one, verse one, a shoot will come up From the stump of Jesse, from his roots, a branch will bear fruit. Now they're referring to Jesus. And then verse two, the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. Now let's list these seven spirits out. The first one is the Spirit of the Lord. The second one is the Spirit of Wisdom. The third one, the Spirit of Understanding. Fourth, the Spirit of Counsel. Fifth, the Spirit of Power. Sixth, the spirit of knowledge, and seven, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. So these seven spirits together comprise the Holy Spirit. There are seven, which represents completeness. These seven are the Holy Spirit we have in our lives every day. Think about this. We have access to the Lord as we pray, and he answers our prayers. That's our relationship with him. We can obtain wisdom and understanding. We often refer to the Holy Spirit as our counselor. We have power in the name of Jesus because we have the Holy Spirit in our lives. Jesus tells us that he would not leave us alone here. So when he left, we were given the Holy Spirit. In John 14, Jesus tells us that we will receive knowledge from the Holy Spirit. And often misunderstood is the spirit of the fear of the Lord. People think that means God is a big, mean, powerful being wanting to dominate us, so we should fear him. No, if you know who he is and what he is about, then you would respect him and be in awe of him. And quite frankly, that brings a level of fear of him. Have you met someone who does not have a fear of the Lord? The things that can be said in ignorance, I cringe when I hear people say things against the Lord or to the Lord that are rude, or words that you wouldn't say to another person, let alone God. God is a big God. Merciful, forgiving, loving. But there comes a point where you will be held accountable for your words. So at some point, a fear of the Lord should enter the picture for each of us. So why are we even talking about these seven spirits? What does that have to do with conquering our unseen enemies? This week, I want you to pay attention. To the people around you. Listen to the words they use. Note whether they are believers or non-believers and see if you see any difference in the words they use, their attitude, their mood, how they make decisions. This isn't to judge them. That's not our purpose. It's to see what's going on around us. What is the major influence over their lives? As a believer, if you look at yourself this week, are you any different? Do we as believers really look at the Holy Spirit and seek Him for those seven areas in our lives? Maybe we do one or two really well, but imagine how He could influence our lives, our decisions, our outcomes if we leaned into him in all seven all the time. The enemy would not stand a chance in accomplishing his plans in us if we are that connected. If we are that submitted to seeking the Holy Spirit, we would identify what is not of God and when the enemy is attempting to deceive us. Now, here is a challenge for the week. I want you to fast. Now, not what you usually think of a fast. I want you to fast on leaning on your own decisions, your own wisdom, your own knowledge, and instead this week, feast on the Holy Spirit for wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, everything these seven spirits provide in the Holy Spirit. Feast on him for everything and see what that does for you. It will change how you see things, how you respond to circumstances, decisions you make. The more you feast on him the deeper your discernment will develop and the fullness of your life will begin to change. You will see it change. Document the week so you can look back and reflect on it before you forget all the ways the Holy Spirit interceded for you and gave you understanding in a situation. Do this and you will see the influence of the enemy diminish as you grow in him. I hope this has been helpful to you. We are building a new relationship, our biggest, best year in the Lord, and I'm glad you're joining me. Now, if you know someone that you think might benefit from this podcast, please share it. It is life-changing, if they are willing. Now, as always, let's recap the top show points. We are talking about the seven spirits of God. And in the book of Revelation, it's, it's full of imagery, but it shouldn't intimidate us or create any fear for us to be able to open that start reading that and understanding what's going on there now the book of revelation starts out with john and that's the disciple john identifying himself as the author in in chapter 1 verse 4 that gives us our first mention of the seven spirits that we talked about you know in in chapter 5 verse 6 it's, he talks about the lamb had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God. Then we took a look back to Isaiah 11, and in Isaiah 11, those seven spirits are listed out, and they are the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of power, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And again, these seven spirits combined make up the Holy Spirit, which we have access to daily as believers. We talked about paying attention to people around you and listening to their words and evaluate ourselves in how we are handling life circumstances against the list of the seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit. I also challenged you. To fast from making our own decisions, using our own wisdom, and to feast on leaning into the Holy Spirit in all areas of our life. And then I asked you to document the week, journal it down so you can reflect on it and see the change in your life and you don't forget about it because we get down the road and things get tough again And we fall away a little bit and we forget the Lord was faithful to us and he provided for us and has always been there and he never left us. We actually left him. So we encourage you to have an active Bible reading plan. It will be helpful in gaining wisdom and understanding. And it's required for the gift of discernment. And if you don't have an active Bible reading plan and you don't know where to start, start in Matthew. Just start reading the Gospels. You can also start in Genesis and start really getting that Old Testament history that is so referenced in the New Testament. But I think that if you're looking to understand as a believer Jesus a little bit better, understanding Him, starting off in Matthew is a, a good place to start. You'll get through the gospels also i wanted to say that we are in the process i'm hoping uh by the time you hear this today is saturday what what day is this january 28th um we are finishing up the last of the seven churches series the last one is ephesus um so check out our youtube channel uh, life journey with don simmons to see that and you can um, really get an idea and go take a look, read those first few chapters of the book of Revelation and start to understand that. Open up your, your Bible, get to the back there, start reading that and understanding what he's talking about. Because when you hear that term, lukewarm Christian, you know that that's Laodicea and take a look, look and see what Laodicea looks like. Anyhow, as always, I always encourage you to visit our website and join our warrior community. Get on our email list so that you know the things that are coming up because we do have some amazing things that are going to be happening in this first quarter with us. And I want you to be able to know about those and be included. And if you want to improve your walk with the Lord and your relationship with him, you'll want to take part in some of these things that we have coming up. So you can do that by visiting our website, www.conqueringourunseenenemies.com. And you can join from the homepage or the resources page. As always, I have enjoyed our time this week, and I look forward to spending time with you again next week. That is all we have for this week's episode of Conquering Our Unseen Enemies. I hope you enjoyed your time with me, and I would kindly ask you to rate our show and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Conquering Our Unseen Enemies. Now, if you have a story or a question you want to share, please email me at Contact at Conquering are unseenenemies.com. We do not need to use your name. And finally, please share this podcast with anyone you think might need it and enjoy it. So until next time, remember, the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. But we can give him an eviction notice